This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Please, everybody, just stay calm, relax. We're dealing with the situation that is close by, and we're going to have uh, all the information here to us momentarily. So if everybody now could just take a moment, we would really appreciate that. And as soon as I have more information, I will certainly get it back to you as soon as possible. You know that. That is the voice of Matt Devlin. He is the play-by-play announcer for the Toronto Raptors, maybe one of the most recognizable voices in the country these days after the epic run by the Raptors to the NBA championship. Now, that was yesterday at the big fan rally outside of Toronto City Hall at Nathan Phillips Square, where, of course, we had those shootings nearby yesterday. And I'll tell you, that was a scary moment there that was such a massive, massive crowd uh, down there. Then you have a shooting. There were pockets of people definitely panicking and running around. This guy takes the microphone and I thought did a good job there in calming everyone down because the last thing you wanted to see was a, a, a total stampede with a crowd of that size. There were a lot of problems at this uh, event yesterday, and, of course, the investigation continues into the shootings that marred this event yesterday. Let's check in with Ross McLean now. He's a security consultant. He's a former Toronto police officer, and I'm very pleased to welcome him to the show. Hi, Ross. Hi, Mike. Good to be with you. Thanks a lot for coming on. What did you think about the way that this all went down yesterday? And first of all, let's just give people a little bit of update. Uh, police are, are searching for a fourth suspect after that shooting yesterday at the Toronto Raptors rally. I thought the police did a, uh, had a good response yesterday on this, uh, this shooting. What are your thoughts, Ross, on how the police handled it uh, yesterday? Yeah, well, there's a lot to unpack there. Everything yeah. from the size of the crowds and the setup for how it was d- done, uh, right down to the police shooting. Yeah. Uh, let, let me comment first off your your, your comments about the announcer who sure. who gave that announcement to the crowd. Uh, that was an excellent job of not causing a stampede or a problem or doing something. He gave uh, information and direction to the crowd: sit here, wait, we'll inform you. And I think that he did a great uh, service to the people who were there by not causing a panic. You and I know that there may have been some people up there who might just have grabbed the mic and say, oh, my God, there's been a shooting at the back. Don't anybody go, you know, or something like that, right? Right. Which just would have caused a panic. And then you get into uh, the stampedes and a lot of people being hurt. So you're right. Hats off to that gentleman for being able to be so uh, cool in the moment. Now, on the on the police side for dealing with it, it's it, it, we're fortunate enough to see some of the video of of the takedown of uh, at the event, and uh, I was actually shocked to see that the police were right on top of it, yeah, uh, so quickly because you would think normally in a crowd like that you hear about a shooting and the police hear about it, you think it might take them five minutes to get to the scene, uh, but in this particular case, it looks like a couple of bike cops. And uh, bike cops are very versatile, rolled up, saw the guy, dismounted their bikes real quick like a rodeo, uh, grabbed this guy and threw him to the ground like a steer. That's about the best way to wow. say it. Uh, while he had a gun on him and they, they secured the gun and secured him uh, in a very fast fashion. And I, I'm sort of speaking about it in a fun way of saying it was like roping a steer, but that was a skilled takedown that could have been very, very, very dangerous. Yeah, no uh, when kidding. you're taking down someone with a gun. So I mean, wow. uh, what a job to run towards uh, run towards danger and make the takedown. Very, very good. 
Yeah, no kidding. Wow. Hats off to those police officers there yesterday on, on the scene. And that really shows you, I guess, the value of those bike cops, too, right? If they can be very nimble and respond quickly to a, a developing situation they see. Yeah, and that is a real trick. When the development came up that police started to use bicycles, uh, it really is something because they're stealthy. They ride up quietly. You don't see them. They can go different places and they can get quickly through a crowd like that. Uh, which is part of responding and managing a crowd like that. So uh, they really did a really did a great job there. What did you think about the decision, Ross, to continue with the celebration? I mean, after we had that announcement by the Raptors play-by-play man there, Matt Devlin, and I agree with you, I think he did a great job in just keeping everyone calm. And the words that he used there, I thought, were significant too. He didn't say there's, he didn't give any indication there was a shooter, there was an active shooter. He said, we have an emergency. And he just encouraged people to stay calm, which I thought was i don't know if if someone told them to say this or how that all unfolded but i I think it certainly uh worked worked really well the way the way that he uh the way that he did that because if you had had a stampede there man you could have had a lot of people hurt well communications are one of the key parts of dealing with any crisis and as you well know people who work in radio and in talk radio and live radio they can find themselves quite in the middle of the same thing if there's a train derailment or something going on or or something bad is happening to be able to direct people uh, correctly you have to be able to direct people away from the danger in a correct way and tell them what to do and you have to be professional to do that you know we rely on people uh, like radio stations and TV stations to be able to give good direction, not just uh, uh, flame the panic. So that, that was a great job. But, you know, uh, one of the things about learning how to do uh, these sort of crowd controls, we can thank Vancouver for that a lot. You guys have had more than a bit of experience with Stanley Cup problems <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over <laughs> the years. And quite seriously, quite seriously, those things are all examined by police forces from across uh, the country, and they look to see what mistakes were made, what things were done right, and how to do them better. So they're learning all the time. So quite frankly, uh, that's part of the reason some of it was uh, so safe uh, for the most part. Okay, speaking to Ross McLean, he's a security consultant. He's a former Toronto police officer about the Raptors uh, celebration there yesterday and the shootings that occurred. Uh, of course, there were other problems with the crowd control, Ross, at this event. At, at one point, police were appealing to people to step back from the parade route there didn't seem to be a lot of barriers that were put up along the the parade route to keep people back i mean obviously the crowd seemed to be larger uh, than officials anticipated what do you think what did you think about the general sort of planning for this event well i think you're you're right about that there's going to have to be a post-mortem done to figure that out i mean you think about it every they publicize what the route was going to be uh, you've got so many barriers up and only so many police that can line those barriers, right? So what do people do? They'll climb the barriers. And, and once one, two, five, ten go, they all go. And they're all over it. And they're all moving. So uh, they didn't have a great job in keeping the streets clear. That's why it took so long to move it along. That's something to look at. Uh, the issue of people crowding, surging, and pushing is always a problem. There, there, are, there were some pictures of police rescuing small children and people by pulling them up. Uh, out of the crowd. Something I was surprised uh, not to see, although uh, maybe I could be stand corrected that they did do it, I was surprised that they wouldn't have used maybe perhaps some drones to take a better overview of what was going on everywhere. Uh, The New York Police Department, they did that for Times Square for New Year's Eve. So what you can do there is you can bring the drone right over to where you think there's a problem and see if you need medical, what do we need here? Or do we have to relieve the pressure here or something like that? That is one way to get around quickly in a crowd like that, which is very challenging. Ross, thanks for coming on today with your expertise on it. I appreciate it.
Thanks very much. Okay, you bet. That's Ross McLean. He's a security consultant. He's a former Toronto police officer.